0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and A.J. Skiftstad.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Board Games Daily. Yes, episode 200 coming at you right now. What a cool, cool day this is for us. Thanks so much for 200 episodes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us one of the top-rated gaming podcasts on Anchor. Actually, if you're talking tabletop gaming, I'm pretty sure we're, we're number one. So you guys are awesome. Thank you for that. And let's get into the show. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that we do have our Patreon page happening, and there's cool things that you can do, like if you're a publisher or a podcaster or somebody in the industry that wants a little bit of a little something-something, a little plug on the show every, every time we do a show, you can get in on that uh, via our Patreon page, just like our good friends at Getting Geeky with Gamer Relief. So, Gamer Relief brings you all kinds of cool insights on the tabletop industry and talks all things Kickstarter. Don't forget to check out on Fridays, which is today. Hey, how about that? On Friday, you can look for Family Fun Day Friday, where he brings one or more of his children on the show and they talk about titles that they've been playing in the Gamer Leaf household. So check it out by going to GamerLeafGo.com or just search Getting Geeky with Gamer Leaf anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, so what do we have in store for today? Lots of stuff, including an update on our contest, our Game Night Cage fight, and much, much more. It's episode 200. Let's get at it. Here we go. So you know we've been doing our Game Night Cage fight for a while, but did you know that weighing in on it now can give you a shot at winning a game. So you know about our Tower of Madness contest. We're doing that. It's still rolling over on our Patreon page. Get in on that. You have a 1 in 25 chance of winning between you and the 24 other first backers, uh, patrons on our Patreon page. So if you head over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon, you become a patron on the page. Once we hit 25, we select one of those, 25 patrons, to get a free copy of Tower Madness. How cool is that? I'll tell you how cool that is. It's not as cool as this contest. Here's the deal. We've got a cage fight going on, and it is between Kemet and Blood Rage. You use the Anchor app and voice message us. Tell us who wins this cage fight and why. One of the first six people to do that will win. So if you are number one, you will be... Slotted in the number one spot, all the way through sixth, the first six people to voice message us with their outcome of this week's cage match, we will go on the air, we'll roll a D6, and whoever, whatever number comes up, that person is going to win. It's that easy. All you have to do is enter and you have a one in six chance of winning this contest. And what are we giving away? We're giving away the new storytelling game Before There Were Stars from Smirk and Laughter. It's a new imprint from Smirk and Dagger. It's more of their lighter side of gaming. This game is very, very cool. It's very rewarding. It's a lot of fun. So, Again, all you got to do is use the voice message feature, be one of the first six, we'll roll a die, we'll give away a game, and everybody wins. Well, just the person that won wins, (laughs) but you know what I mean. So get in on this 200th episode extravaganza by getting in on this contest. All right, we'll be back. There's more coming at you. It's What Will You Play Friday, and it's episode 200. Let's go. Tower of Madness, the latest from Smirk and Dagger Games. Will you discover what lies beneath unspeakable horror, slip into insanity, or bring about the end of the world? A 3 clock tower stands 15 inches tall, filled with marbles. Thirty otherworldly tentacles push through the tower walls in every direction in this high-tension dice game of Lovecraft-inspired horror. Win your very own copy of Tower of Madness. Head over to theologyofgames.com Patreon for full contest rules and how you can enter to win.
0: It's not just Friday, it's what will you play Friday? Use the voice message feature on Anchor or tweet at Theology of Games and let us know what you'll be playing this weekend.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back. It is Friday. It is not only Friday, it is our 200th episode today. So we are super excited about that. We've talked about our contest giveaway, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. It is also what will you play Friday? So I'm going to be talking a little bit about what I might get to the table. Now, it's going to be Rachel and me this weekend because I know that uh, she's been hurting to play some games, which is not often, but occasionally it happens. And I know that we're going to play some games this weekend. So last night I got Crokinole to the table. Uh, We played about five games of that. But tonight I'm thinking we're probably going to play something a little bit heavier. And uh, the, the game that we've been loving on is Thunderstone Quest. She's played um, about 12 games of Thunderstone with me. I played, I think, 15 or 16 overall at this point. And so I know she loves that game. She's having a great time with it. And I think that is what's going to get to the table tonight. But in the rare case that it doesn't get to the table, maybe she's not feeling a deck builder, perhaps we might get something like a Castles of Burgundy to the table, maybe a Stone Age. Uh, She is always game for like... Four or five games of Kingdom Builder in a row. Uh, we took a tip from Jeremiah's book with Kingdom Builder. We'll just set up a couple, uh, a couple of maps, and we'll just play through them. And then for every map that we use, we do a different set of uh, scoring cards. So if you're not familiar with Kingdom Builder, get familiar with Kingdom Builder. It's a really good game. Um, you've heard me say before; it's probably my favorite game. Uh, So it could be one of those games. There's a lot of stuff that could hit the table today. It is What Will You Play Friday? That's what I'm getting to the table. What are you getting to the table? That's it for now. Check you later.
1: Okay, it's Jeremiah, and I'm here with my What Will You Play Friday segment Okay, so there's a couple things going on that I really want to play, including uh, End of the Trail. So we were at Origins this year. We had a booth. It was a lot of fun. And one of our neighbors was Elf Creek Games, and they handed me a copy of End of the Trail. I was super glad to get it. I'm super excited to play it. So I'm hoping that that hits the table this weekend. Um, I've got a stack of games that I'm, I'm almost through here, actually, from... Folks that handed me stuff at Origins and stuff that's come in since then, including uh, Farlight and Black Orchestra. There's some really cool games there that I want to play. Also, I got a notification that Space Park, which is the latest from Keymaster Games, is coming in the mail it may get here today or tomorrow. Hopefully it shows up over the weekend because I'm dying to play that too. I really, really enjoy the the stuff that Keymaster puts out. Caper is great. Campy Creatures is great. Be on the lookout. There's an expansion coming for that to Kickstarters very soon. So a uh, big shout out to Keymaster. master really enjoy their stuff and i'm looking forward to playing uh the newest from them which is space park so what are you playing this week hit us up let us know and don't forget that contest is happening use the voice message feature to l- talk to us about our cage fight and we will uh pick a winner we'll be giving away a game it's gonna be awesome happy 200th everybody
3: Hey folks, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by Theologyofgames.com. It's Friday, so what will I play this weekend? And that is a great question. I'm not sure. Um, My oldest son has a cross-country tournament in Denver. So my wife and my oldest will be there all day long. And I mean all day long. So my youngest has a flag football game in the morning. So I'm taking him to that, and then he and I basically have the rest of the day to do whatever i'll need to do some chores but that also means that we're going to play some games because he's my game buddy so almost certainly gloomhaven is going to get played it's it's in a constant state of set out on our table and uh and that'll be a great opportunity to get some of that done probably finish up our mage knight uh game that we've been playing and then who knows what will happen he uh he'll play anything i want so this is amazing uh and then as a family we're hoping to get a uh, tower of madness played we tried last weekend and just the busyness of life got in the way and didn't happen so hopefully hopefully this weekend that will happen that's it for me have a great
0: day everyone bye you can be more than just a listener If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today.
3: Hey everyone, Firestone here. Welcome to the 200th episode of Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. So, we're talking about a few things this week, and this segment's going to be uh, answering a j s question about what is a game that was super hyped up for you and then actually lived up to it. We talked a week or so ago a week or so ago about games that were hyped up but didn't live up to that hype, and this is uh, ones that did. The very first one that came to mind and the only one I'm going to talk about is gloomhaven i It was not on my radar at all. I generally distrust Kickstarter games. And I know that's weird. And I know we have a Kickstarter weekly every week. And I know some of those games are going to be fine and going to be great, actually. But just in general, uh, my experience with them has been that they're... good. Some are good. Some are bad. Some needed some development. Some are undercooked. Some... Could eventually come to market, but they needed some more development. Things like that. It just Kickstarter is ripe for people who think they have a good game, but would could benefit from the help of a professional. Not all of them, of course. So, K- Gloomhaven was not on my radar. I had uh, Dungeon Crawlers. I had Descent. Why would I need another one? A friend of mine said, best Dungeon Crawler I've ever played. and his, And Dungeon Crawlers are his favorite genre. So, I decided to jump in on the second kickstarter before i had i still hadn't played it i didn't i didn't want to play it i trusted this guy's words so much finally delivered finally sat down to play it with my 10-year-old and it was everything he said i knew right away i'm going to love this game the secrets in it are tantalizing like we both have if for somehow you haven't heard of gloomhaven you start with six basic characters that you can choose from you pick a character and then you also pick a um a goal card that that says do x do y kill this number of things f- complete this many quests or whatever and when you do that then open this box or then do this thing and so your characters will retire when you reach certain pinnacles and You'll get some mystery new character. I have no idea. I've done everything I can to avoid spoilers, and I honestly have no idea what is in any of these other boxes. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to experience what's going to happen. New characters. The uh, missions are so fun, so exciting, they're challenging. I, some people have said that they can just breeze through it and they must, I mean, I am playing with a 10-year-old, so it's just my brain power we're relying on and a 10-year-old's brain power. And at least from my end, that's not a lot of help. So <laughs> I'm sure other people are are having better success than we are. We've, we've failed one mission and then come really close on a couple others. We're about uh, six or eight missions in, I can't remember exactly now, but it's really great. The, the missions branch and some of the missions, you will never see. If you go down this road, it, it automatically means you will not be doing these other missions. And that's intriguing to me. And it make, it'll make me want to play again and go down the other road and see what happens there and see what things we missed. There are new road events. There are new city events that, in, that introduce possibilities and choices for you. There are new enemies to encounter. They're, and they're all different. And everything is a puzzle. It's not just a, you're going to roll some dice There are no, um, there are no dice in this game. You lay out the enemy's cards and what they can do and you have your cards and you know what you can do and you kind of work through the puzzle of what that is. Where can I move? How can I attack them? He's going to go before me. What can I do to, to not get hit from him? Or let's make sure he hits you or I can kite him around this room while you're shooting him. Whatever it is, everything is a puzzle. This book is worth, (laughs) or book, this game is worth the hype. Every bit of it is earned. It has earned the top spot. It is a fantastic game. It is a game every person who's even remotely a Dungeon Crawl fan absolutely has to have in their collection, in my opinion. It is a marvel. And when the expansion comes out, I will buy it. And when this, uh, the new edition or you know w- w- the next expansion, the, even the big box one that comes out, um, is announced, I will back it. No matter the price. I will back it. He has earned my trust. Gloomhaven lived up to every bit of the hype. Let's keep the conversation going. Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. It is Firestone with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com, and it's our 200th episode. And we're talking right now about the cage fight that AJ prompted earlier this week which was between Kemet and Blood Rage they're both dudes on a map games and you're fighting each other and you're you know that that generally uh, means some area control stuff and that's all here in these two games my choice is pretty easy on this one I am a big fan of Kemet I like Blood Rage. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's a great game. I think that Blood Rage gets a lot of passes because of the incredible, and I mean this, incredible minis. But I feel like if it didn't have those minis, it would just kind of be a blip in the board game world. Because like I said, I think it's a solid game, but those minis kind of elevate it to a higher status. And I love the draft. I like the... I like the area control part of it. I like that you're fighting over these areas. I like the mechanisms. It's very fun. But Kemet is way better. Um, Just those power tiles. The tech tree that exists in Kemet is so fun. No one is going to fight the same in that game. You're probably not going to fight the same game to game. Because uh, in in the base game, there are three different types of power tiles that you can get and, uh, blue are generally defensive. Red are generally off offensive ones, not offensive in the sense of I'm offended, but like offensive, you are going to kick somebody in the teeth. And then the white ones, um, are kind of about healing and just kind of manipulating your place on the board and things like that. And then within each one of those, there are other options. It's not strictly that, but you can create, uh, whatever kind of engine you want. And, One of them might get sniped out from under you because most of these power tiles, there's just one of them. And so that means if somebody else gets it, you're going to have to kind of shift your plan on the fly or go a different direction. And uh, I just love that. So there's lots of variability in this game. Also, it's a game that you can't turtle in this game and expect to win at all you get points for attacking things. And so the game is just set up for you to do that. So you're going to go attack over here and then attack over there, and you're going to get attacked over here. And you just kind of have to go with that flow and see where you can best get your points. And it just works so well for me. I love... And it's got pretty cool miniatures too, but uh, the artwork is cool. It scales pretty well. And man just everything about it i have the expansion and uh it adds a black power tile or a set of them i have not played with it i can't even remember what those black power tiles are but uh i've played um i just hadn't didn't feel like i'd played the base game enough i i played it quite a bit but i still felt like oh there's some things to explore here before i add in uh, what seems like kind of a major thing. But I do like the expansion because it's modular. So you can add little things to it and not um, it, it doesn't uh, overwhelm you or here's an entirely new set of things to do. You can just add one little thing each time. So clear winner for me in this cage fight is Kemet. It is a classic. It is one of the few dudes on the map games that I like. Now, Blood Rage is another one of those, but uh, I just don't like many of them, and I don't often suggest them, but I would suggest Kemet, and I am a fan of it. So, Cage Fight winner, Kemet. Bye.
1: Hey there, Jeremiah here again. Wanted to weigh in on this week's Game game Night Cage Fight, um, because... I was having some issues being able to record earlier this week, and now I can, so I'm going to talk about it. So here we go. Here are my thoughts. First of all, Kemet, I haven't played it, so I've heard very, very good things from very, very trusted people. So I know that it's a quality game, but what I do know is that I have played Blood Rage, and I enjoyed it. Now, let me say this. I think we I talked about this game a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about games that maybe didn't live up to the hype or were overhyped or whatnot. And I think that's true. I think this is a very good game, but I don't know that I would say, oh, it's the best game in the world. But so in my experience, I would have to vote though. My vote would have to go for Blood Rage because I simply haven't played Kemet. And I know that, again, Eric Lang designed... Blood Rage. He's a solid designer. There's a lot of really cool things that go on in Blood Rage, and it's fun. If you like games that encourage you to be aggressive and clash with your opponents, then this is the game for you. I think Clash is probably like my best descriptor for it because it's not like really mean, aggressive type play. It just encourages everybody to have. Confrontation. It's not like, oh, I'm just picking on this one person. It is easy for everybody to beat up everybody else. So there's my vote. It's for Blood Rage. What's your vote? Hey, if you use the voice message feature, you can call in and be a part of the show. And the first six people that do that, hey, they get a chance at winning before there were stars. I'm looking at it right now. I've got it here in my grubby little mitts. You hear that? That's, I guess it doesn't shake that much. Anyway, let us know what you think and have a chance to win. All right. We'll be back with more on the special 200th Bicentennial episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Episode 200. So cool. It's just the beginning. We're just getting started here on Board Games Daily, and we're so glad to have you on board. Again, thanks for just being a listener. You've made us greatly popular amongst the anchor community and podcasters and everything. So we're we're so happy for that. Don't forget contests happening. Also, I should just tease this. There's going to be a little contest happening in about 3 or 4 weeks with uh that's how i roll because we're coming up on episode 100 for that show so stay tuned for that if you don't listen to that's how i roll already head on over there get in on that because contests are coming there so that's going to be awesome and again don't forget our patreon page you can be a part of what we do get some cool promos and also again get in on that contest and of course Tell your friends about it. Hey, if you like this show and you think these first 200 were pretty awesome, just keep sticking around because we're always coming up with more things, more segments, more ideas, and more things to entertain you and inform you on the industry of tabletop gaming. So there it is. I just want to say thanks again for my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone. I'm Jeremiah Isley saying until Monday... When we come back and hopefully announce a winner, why don't you go play some games? We'll see you guys.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by Theologyofgames.com. Don't forget to head over to Theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a
2: game on the table.